forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Hi, you fucks, you slap a little fucks, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks. Our number is 213-536-9180. Oh, so you got a voice lesson since we uh, put out those defined Our gravities? email is sloppysecondspot <laughs> at gmail.com. And now on with the show. Hi, you slap, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you we stupid little fucks. Welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Different People. That's Big Different People. It is a Tuesday. Episode. It is a Saturday at two thirty-four p.m. It was supposed to be two p.m. Mama, I was out. I was out cold. I had taken a nap. Purr. I, Purr. Was, I woke up to, and you know me, I love to live with my phone on do not disturb. Um, <laughs> and I, so I, had, I woke up and I was like, let me check my phone, and there was like messages being like, where are you? We're recording. Hi. <laughs> I was pretty chill. It said hello. Yes, but. No matter how chill you are, when you're late to something, like when you're on my end of that deal, and someone's like, hey, are you coming? It it immediately sends my anxiety into a tailspin. Well, are you anxious anymore? No, I got my Limoncello LaCroix. Oh, Limoncello. So happy New Year's. Happy News Year's. Happy did New Year's you... to use Tunes. <laughs> to use Tunes, guys. Hey, did you ever like the musical Newsies? No. <sighs> Why not? I learned I how to barrel roll watching I had the a very, movie yes, Newsies. I do remember a lot of barrel roll. One, I think it was a Disney musical, and yes. I, was always, I always knew something was weird about Disney as a child. And two, I don't think I got into it because when I was watching it, I was like, there's no, like, romance. I can't really remember. It was just about little kids. I think there's something with, like, little kids when you look at something that's, like, a period piece, you know, that feels, like, old-timey. When I was growing up and people would suggest movies that were, like, 10 years old, I'd be like, no, that's old. Like, I always just wanted to watch something new. And even though it was a new film, it was based in the old times. But I loved Newsies. We used to sing Newsies all the time. I had very many Paperboy hats. Um I Very never quite many. under I never quite understood the like the like um business like newspaper strike. I never got that or really the love story. I just liked all the musical numbers and um you know, maybe we could start singing from that cuz I did get a few messages saying maybe choose a new musical for 2021. Well, it, <laughs> um <clears throat> well Okay, well, uh, yeah, well, I think we've had this conversation numerous times, and there's no other musical that that defies boundaries quite like <laughs> Wicked. It's that's the reason it's the musical that we use because if we ask our guests, "Have you seen Wicked?" or "Do you know Wicked?" they've all said yes, pretty much. Okay, how, what was your feedback that you got from the singing? Of the song, you know, I didn't get any real feedback. <laughs> you told me you got some negative feedback. No, I got negative. I there was a lot of negative comments that I like later reread and were like, maybe they weren't trying to be mean. They were just like trying to. It's hard when people who aren't funny try to tell a joke. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> but it, either way, I mean, I think we got more good com- positive comments on yours than we did I on mine. Was, I, think I did people... listen back, and I just want everyone to know I went first. 
And that did was go first. sprung upon me. Yeah. It was a little bit of bamboozlement. You did go first. I knew it and was And there coming. was no chance for me to do a little vamping. I... <laughs> Little vamping. Shout out to who did that great video? Baby, baby Love in New York. Look up so Baby funny. Love. They did. They dressed up like the la- mass singer Whitney. No, not Whitney. Oh my God. It is, it <laughs> is still too early for me to be talking. Wendy Williams. She mm. put the lips on and ran around Times Square. So Little fun. Little vamping. Little um, vamping. Ooh, I did. Ooh, ooh. I will say because I did set the whole Gigiana up, I. Um, practiced it wasn't so it was a setup (laughs) i did i may have practiced before one of her wigs may have made it into my bag do you remember that Rosie oh, yes, O'Hara said that one of her wigs may have may made have it, made into, it my into my bag. Oh, so it's <laughs> which was... also why was Ariel Versace so mad about the wig? Like I understand if a wig goes missing, but like wasn't isn't she a wig maker? It's just so to I me, just... I was like, if you could buy wigs in bulk and you're styling it yourself, maybe all you did was save yourself some luggage on the way home. Rasha the O'Hara for All Stars is all I'm saying. The fact that she looked at RuPaul Andre Charles in the face while cameras were rolling and said, "One of her wigs may have made its way into my." <laughs> that is an amazing thing to say to a person. Oh, you don't like that? No, you know what that just reminded me of was the what? best line of last night was the first episode of RuPaul's Drag oh, Race yeah, season we, thirteen, and we, we will get to do 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 news news in a minute. But my favorite line was. The woman said to go home. The lady said, go home. The lady said, go home. We're going home. They're holding us here so that we all get a ride together. Together to the in airport. the same van. Because the lady, I don't know about you, but, but the, the lady said, said, go home. Go home. It's just something about calling RuPaul the lady. The woman or the lady? <laughs> the lady. The woman is just too good. Oh, my God. Um, Tamisha Mon. Candy Muse this week in Candace Muse News, Candy Muse pressed play on a denim boot box <laughs> and it changed the world. It was like the butterfly effect. Something has changed across the nation. Something has changed, changed within, within me. me. Thank you, Candace, for that. Thank you, Candace Muse. And I um, hope you quarantine for two weeks after you go to, you come back from your New Year's Eve gig in Florida. Yes, there's a lot of pictures of her right up on top of people. So good, you know. good news, booze. All right, goodbye. (laughs) We'll be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready-to-eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie-smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool. 
that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppyseconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Did you see me get into a fight with that porn star on Twitter? Which one? Or not a star. His name is Silver Steel. I think he used to, like, bleach his... Yeah, I, I've heard of that guy. He is in healthcare, apparently. I didn't know that. But he posted a video of himself getting the vaccine, and then was or a picture of himself getting the vaccine, and then was like, well, I thought it would just be my duty to stay safe for like the in the porn industry or something stupid. It was implying that he was getting the shot for porn. So I reposted it and I said, I hope this cum dump is an essential worker because there's doctors and nurses in LA that aren't still don't have the vaccine and can't get it. But you're over in Texas talking about why you're getting this to do porn and then posting that you're going to Puerto Vallarta and like from the 6th to the 14th to shoot porn. So I was kind of upset. And then he later was like, no, I work in the healthcare industry. And then that forced me on this really weird spiral of like, how many of these gay dudes work in the healthcare industry and are still going to Puerto Vallarta to party. I And then he tried to come back at me with some arguments about me being ugly, telling me to eat my makeup so I'll be pretty on the inside, to which I wanted to respond. I just didn't say anything, but I was just like, you're an adult man. Don't <laughs> ever say something that stupid to me again. So I, uh, my sister um, works, she is a licensed like massage therapist and like, herbal medicine like she has some sort of like license in the state of new mexico Mm -hmm. so she has received an email saying because you're licensed and i think it might only be her massage therapy license but saying because you're licensed you can be in the beginning like we can get you on a list to get you the vaccine so i think that there are a lot of people who maybe don't work like in the ICU or at the hospital who, because they work in the medical profession are like on that list of like first round of like vaccine getters. Well, that makes sense to me. And I'm not, I'm not angry about that. I was angry about the insinuation of doing it just so that you can get your booty hole plowed out. 
But I'm saying I don't think anyone can just walk up and get it. But the thing that is so fucked up is that there are so many people who sort of do do multiple jobs and maybe maybe one of the job gets them that access to that vaccine and then you know the other job is making porno movies which i understand girl it, it is a hard time and shout out to all of the people who have been like either fucking and testing pods with one another or like i've seen a lot of people doing like internet jerk off videos where they like are with someone else on a video chat and they turn that into their like only fans content that kind of thing because the situation in pv over this new year's eve is just trash out of control if you don't know what we're talking about there are literally circuit parties happening in pv they're busing people outside of the like technical province to a different location so they can get around the like lockdown laws they're telling they're emailing people there was even a new year's eve uh, underground party here in la in la they got busted and they emailed all the people and they were like don't be the narc don't give this address out we just want to wasn't the name of the party like let like we're over it or something like that like we I just want to get like- past 2020 why do people think that the moment the clock strikes 2021 everything is going to change girl Trump they are is under still this in idea. Office. everyone's under this fucking idea that the vaccine is going to be get i'm sorry i posted like a really negative instagram post about this but i was like i'm being a realist about this i know that i probably won't get the vaccine until july of 2021 like my new year doesn't start until july honey there's gonna how do be you, how do you figure you're gonna get it that fast well, that's what I'm saying. That's me trying to say that that's getting it early. But these people are thinking July 1st comes out. Oh, the vaccine's available. Oh, I'm probably going to get it by August. No, no. It's going to no. be June or July or later. They are not giving it out. So don't just use it because you like also if you if you're not in a situation, if you're in a situation where you can get it, but you know that there's other people that are dealing one on one with actual COVID patients, wouldn't in your mind you be like, Maybe I'll forfeit this one. Maybe I'll put this one off and make sure that someone else of actual importance gets this. Because I would if you're a healthcare accept. worker and you work in just an office building and they just want you to be like, okay, I can't actually say that because I'm not coming for people's jobs. And I would accept the systems that are doing this are governmental systems and they're completely fucked. The fact that there's no app or national tracking service that like sends you a reminder that you need the fact that all you get is a, a rectangle piece of piece of paper paper that says come back in 28 days and you have to be responsible enough to a do piece that. piece of paper? Those are the little pieces of paper that your mom was supposed to keep track of when you were a kid to make sure that you got your vaccines to show it to the school. I don't know, I know what vaccines I had as a kid. Well, how would I know that? I'm pretty sure I got all of the proper vaccines. I it, look you know because you have to get them to go to school normally. Like there's right, a way to yeah. There should be a way that they could just put that information into the app. You give them a phone number, and then in however many days you get a text or an alert that says like, "Hey, you have to come back in and get the other part of this vaccine." Like, so that's why I'm saying I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like, "No, thank you." This should go to someone better up because there's no way they'll be able to track that or get a better person in there. It's like if you have You're the right, opportunity, you opportunity, fucking take it. Take it. It's just crazy to me that like again, this is gonna sound so weird that like someone who isn't actually in an office, and I know that like each state got their allotted amount, so it's up to them to distribute it. But like yeah. to me, it's like. 
LA is a hot spot. Get let's make sure every doctor in LA has it. Let's make sure every nurse in LA has it. Let's make sure that everybody that's working in the hospital is protected and then we can work our way out. Those ICU nurses who got it and then took their vacation day and immediately to PV, their immunity it doesn't even get to half for like 2 weeks. This is, I mean, gay people are, so, like, everyone is trash. I'm glad that boat capsized. <laughs> I'm glad that Pet Shop Boy on Instagram called it the Boston G Party. <laughs> <laughs> it is just trash. And you Why know it's trash. Like and you, oh, do, 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 do. this week in Shangela Lose, Shangela was in Puerto Vallarta. Girl. Um. You know it's trash when they start trying to hide where they are by hiding their location. Like, they know that they're going to get... They know that what they're doing is wrong. Otherwise, they wouldn't be trying to hide it. It just feels like... It's... on, On one hand, I understand the complexity of, like, the influence of cancel culture and social media and that sort of, like, weird moment where it's, like, what right do we have to shame people for living their lives? But that only applies when there's not a global pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I do understand that it's like, it, it does sort of open the door to the to the idea that like, oh, my neighbor across the street is planting um, these flowers that like I don't agree with because I think they're ugly. So then I get on there and I post his picture and I post his address and I do all of this because because the government is so fucked up, there are no legal repercussions for trying to keep people safe. And so all we can do is sort of point out how fucked up people's behavior is. Yeah. And that's why I don't like when people are like shaming people isn't going to get anything done. It's just like it's. We should blame the government. It's like, we are. We are also blaming them. Right. But while that's happening, there is something called, in my mind, a social responsibility. Yes, yes. To the world, to a, a city that literally said, please stop coming here. We have no more ICU beds. Our hospitals are full. You faggots need to quit coming here to get drunk and party and fist. Go do it in Florida. Like, go somewhere else. Uh. It's so and crazy. everyone's like, this is just colonizer behavior. Like the white fags are just Girl. going down there spreading the disease because it's I not saw... going to affect them when they come back. I saw some horrible video of these two two guys like dancing in thigh high boots, doing like splits and kicks, and then the camera like panned over, and there were like three hotel workers like cleaning and like preparing food in their like hotel villa or whatever and they're like fully masked up in all this ppe and then these guys are just like kikiing with boots on it's like you can take one year off from partying when there is a global health crisis you know i said i wasn't gonna just start this year the first episode of the year off angry but here we are here we are girl how was your new year i mean i know you didn't do anything you stayed home I stayed home. I went to bed at ten mm, thirty. I think didn't even stay up to see nothing happen. Uh, I've been going for walks every day, which is really nice. You, what you need to do is come. Okay, we found a great skating path. Oh, I want to come. And it's ugly, but it's flat and it's pretty smooth and it's a nice ride and it's about a mile. Just it's oh, really I nice. I love that. I want to come do that. And it's right got, over by our house. 
Oh, okay, cool. I got my bike fixed up, but I got to take it out because I got to find a good route to bike it on. I have a really good walking area that gives me some good hills, and I feel it in my butt. I uh-huh. feel it the, the next day in my butt, so I know it's good. Well, that's lovely. Hey, how do you feel about this? I sent our friend Mateo. Um, I haven't talked to him on the phone in many, many months. We had like a little fight in my head. It was mostly me, one-sided. I got like angry at him and then I hung up the phone to him and then I didn't talk to him for like five months and I was like, we're in a fight. And then I realized like he didn't know or care about that. Uh, so then oh. I called him to like reconnect and we chatted a little bit and then it was the holidays and I was like, you know, I'm going to get him a gift. I sent him a dildo and some lube to his house. <laughs> Is that an appropriate Christmas gift? Is he a bottom? No. He got the meat. <laughs> he got the, the meat. meat. He, he got, got the, the meat. meat. Yeah, yeah. Mateo got the meat. How do you know he got the meat? I seen a picture of it. I asked him to see it. Uh, so I'm at a point sh- now where I'm just gonna ask people. Let me see your penis. <laughs> so he shows the meat. So do you think that's appropriate? And then and then he didn't he didn't call me or text me. He posted about it on Instagram. Ooh. And said, oh, Big Dipper sent me this dildo and this really nice lube. What lube is it? I just ordered from Mr. S. You know the spot in San Francisco? The yeah. like, So I got their like house house blend, their house-made lube. I should and just I got hand out dildo. these poppers. Yeah. I these thought... double Scorpio poppers. Ooh. So, but you haven't answered my question. I think that's a fine gift. It's a fun gag gift. It's not a gag, girl. I'm trying to get that inside of him. Well, then it's a great, useful gift. I mean, is the you should have gotten him like an inflatable butt plug or something. Yeah, I think his husband might have been like, "What is this?" Husband. Yeah, you know. Everyone's every. I forget that every gay got a man at home. So do you. They out hunt. Yeah, but I'm not out here hunting around. <laughs> Um, so I guess the question is, I, I, like, I know we just like ranted about PV, but now I'm feeling like depressed where and we, tired yeah, about I was like, it. where are we vacationing? <laughs> are you, are you, are you feeling compelled to do some sort of journalista-ness about this? Or does it feel just like that is too uh, fucked up? It's, too, it's too fucked up. There's yeah. no journalism, bo- there's no journalism in this. It's just like. Because what am I going to do? Hunt down these people and then like shame them for behaving the way that they behave? Girl. It just, it boggles my mind. Especially because that dude, I think his name is Jeffrey Sanker or Sankey Sanker, who, who throws white party in Palm Springs. Yeah. Girl, he's old. He was around during the AIDS epidemic. I mean, let's not let's not delve back into it. But I mean, well, the problem is there's a mindset that a lot of people have that this isn't that bad, or that if they get it, they will overcome it and like it'll be fine. So no matter what we do, people are gonna just ignore it. People are just gonna ignore it. There's people all over who aren't wearing masks and aren't doing anything to protect people. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm tired of being at home, but there's nothing I can say or do that'll make anyone stop acting like a goddamn dickhead. What'd you have for breakfast? I had an egg in a hole with some avocado toast and 
egg in a hole. Yeah, so you cut a hole in the bread, and then you put an egg in it. Oh. What do you do with the hole you cut out? You use that for dipping. You get it all crispy in the pan next to it, all buttered up, baby. All oiled up. I've never had an egg in a hole. What? It's basically just like a... What? You've never had an egg in a... Wait, maybe they call it something. Because some people call it like an egg in a bonnet or an egg in a basket. No, I understand what you're saying. Or a toad in a hole. (laughs) Toad in a hole. That sounds like... I think that's when you put a little sausage in it. Um, I understand what you're saying. I've eaten those ingredients together. I've just never had the whole cut out. It's fun. It's, um, I did it because I needed, I didn't want the egg to spread around because I was also making that veggie bacon that I love. Oh, I got that. I had steak. From (laughs) HelloFresh? Not yet. That comes next week or this week. But no, I made a steak and then I made some uh, corn tortillas and I had like little tacos. That sounds delicious. It was. You know, that reminds me of of, like anytime I'm in Texas, everyone only wants to eat breakfast burritos. Girl. Which I'm down for, but don't call it a breakfast burrito and then I get handed like something that's this, like the size of a small you can't eat that Taco. big of a burrito in the morning. No, yes, I need I can. a no. I need a little one. The morning, no. oh, the no. morning one oh, needs to oh. be small. No, the morning one. I want a full fucking cannon. I want to wake up. Cannon. I, I want to eat a bazooka of a burrito. Bazooka Joe. I want to eat a bazooka Joe burrito, and then I want to like <laughs> drink a shit ton of coffee, shit my brains out for about twenty minutes, and then party. <laughs> That sounds like a horrible day. I'm like, I want to wake up, have a small breakfast, a little I bit of coffee, do a light go breakfast. for a walk, like no. get my body going. I started doing like a green, I'm like taking these like green supplements and water in the morning to like, I'm trying to reinvigorate this old bag of bones, girl. Well, my goal is to now try to roll, I mean, work out in some way, but the way that I work out is the only roller way I skate. find it fun is roller skating. Just to roller skate for like an hour to two hours or an hour and a half a day. And my yeah. hips for the last two days have hurt. But my ass, I can feel it getting all. Yeah. Shakira. And I also just want more stamina because I haven't been doing anything for, again, this close is, to yes. a year. So I need to like be able to, whenever things open up in late July, um, to really be able to like perform again. I, it's what I want. I want to be able to perform on a stage and be better than I was. I think you and I have the the same sort of idea around fitness. And it does feel sort of cliche that at the start of a new year, we're like having conversation about fitness. But this isn't a new year thing, though. This we, is a, this we've is, been talking about yeah. this, which is I think you and I are both really body positive and like like our bodies and our figures. We also both were very active, moved around a lot, had stamina. You've been flexible, you know, like all of those I'm things. I'm so weirdly flexible. I know. <laughs> I told you, even my physical therapist would, would always be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we're going to have to stretch you different because, like, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> and it's <laughs> not you're just smiling about your flexibility. I'm so flexible. <laughs> um, but it's, no! <laughs> I can't even do that with my knee. I kicked my little leg up in the frame. (laughs) What an episode. Can you imagine? Get it up. Get that leg up. I'm seeing a knee. Oh, it's almost straight. That's the full full extent. 
I'm also saying all this stuff about like trying to get fit, but then also like scheduling times with kimchi to go get fried Korean cheese. So that sounds amazing. It's going to be an up real up and downhill battle. All right. Well, let's take a break. Let's do that. Okay, we are back. We're back. And this is a voicemail. You know, we're really playing it fast and loose because I didn't label this one. So this one could be a really bad one. No, this is labeled. It's just a whole string of numbers. It's just their uh, voicemail and their phone number. And the date. Mary, did you know that your baby boy one day be a faggot? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would take it in his asshole? Mary, did you know that your baby boy what? Oh, I remember. Uh, it seems like he got caught. Wait, it's not over yet. It is a... No. What? What's happening? I feel like what happened is maybe he thought that he hung up because he was like, I'm going to do a second try, and this is him calling back. Now, can, I, can, you break down, can you break down those lyrics for me? Mary, did you know that your, your baby, baby boy would do I can't remember. But I then think cut, and the then, first one was, was a faggot. It was a faggot, and then it was would cut his penis <laughs> off, and then it sounds like someone came into the room, and he's or like, he oh. got he was like not the right word. We gotta do, sorry, we gotta do it again. Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day be a faggot? Mary, did you know that your baby boy? Would take it in his Mary, asshole. Did you know? Mary, you did you know? Oh, extra syllable. Uh oh. <laughs> Mary, did you know <laughs> that your baby boy would cut his dick off? Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> Girl, let's record this. This is a banger. That's. I think what they were doing was they were like, I got this song. This is as much as I could get. <laughs> Let me give it to you, and then I'm gonna do like a high schooler and play the tune on the keys. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day be a faggot? Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy? Yes. Okay, last one. Thank you for that unnamed caller. Mary, did you know? Hey, so I realized recently I have a quarantine hookup story that was actually pre-COVID. Hold on. What is a quarantine hookup story that is pre-COVID? Well, you hooked up with someone that was in a quarantine pre-COVID for maybe something else. Oh. Like eucalyptus. But I used to live in Greece. And every Greek man has to serve in the military, like, after they graduate college or high school. And so they have to go get this physical. And it's at a military hospital, but, 
you like can't leave the premises. So I'm talking to this guy on Grinder who's mm. there for his in the city for the military hospital quarantine to get checked up. And he's like, Hey, like I'd love to meet up. This guy's gorgeous, like classical Greek, like hunk, like hairy, tall, gorgeous. And so I was like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. He's at a military hospital, but like, maybe I'll go live my Pearl Harbor fantasy, like hold his hand while he is in his little military hospital bed. So I show up to the hospital. They literally take my EU ID and my passport. I have to get patted down by six men with like rifles. This guy comes and meets me and takes me back to his room. And they're like 12 guys in there, like in bunks. And so he's like, uh, okay. So then we went down to the canteen. We just talked. We like really connected actually. He was a really cool guy. And, uh, visiting hours were over. And so I told him, I was like, okay, well, I got to leave now. And it was that moment where like I knew we both wanted to like make out, but we're in a hospital. We're surrounded by people, these like large imposing Greek men. What? And so we're walking out Ooh. back towards the entrance where I got patted down by the six guards. And he just looks at me and he says, I want to kiss you. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that too. And he was like, I know a place. So oh. there's a church on the military like grounds because it's fucking Greece. And we go into the bushes and we hooked up with uh, armed guards, like literally, I would say eight feet away from us. Um, so that was fun. Uh, I left. We stayed in touch. We still talk. But uh, I went and visited his island and we fucked on the roof of an Airbnb. So, yeah, that was my his island pre-COVID hookup story. And Mary, did, hey, you, did you know, know your, that baby your baby boy, boy, boy is breaking quarantine? And fucking in the bushes. And fucking in the bush. The f- when I first heard the story, the first thought that came to mind was, he's not under quarantine. He probably works there. And that was his excuse. And two, if he's fucking in the bushes that close to those security guards, it's not the first time he's done it. Yeah, they know, and he greased their palms. Yeah, mama. He said, look the other way. And Mary, did you know? Girl, that's a bibbity bop. <laughs> I stuck in my head. Mary, did, Mary, you, did you know? know? I'm trying to figure boy. out who sent that in, because it sounds, that voice sounds so familiar. I bet it was Rosé. Someone told me she looked like handsome Shrek. All right. Well, listen. We want to welcome everyone <laughs> to twenty twenty one. Someone told me who's the trade of the season. One isn't Lala Re like gorgeous. Lala Re. Lala Re out of drag in drag. I wish His she was bone like structure it's, it's is French. Stunning. I wish she was like, "Hi, it's me, Lala Re. It's French." And you'd it's- be like, "Lala Re, Lala Re." <laughs> um. Also, last night I was looking at her outfit and I was like, what is that outfit? And then I realized it's Beyonce. It's Beyonce's on the run part two Girl. outfit. It's a, here's the thing. is That is a beautiful outfit. I already read when her it's, outfit. When once. it's tailored? No, I thought, I mean, I thought it fit her body fine. It was, it's the material was not the same. So it didn't shine. Right. It wasn't like covered in Swarovskis. It was just a shiny fabric. So then, in that point, you're you're kind of walking in in a blazer, right? La la ri, la la ri. My okay. favorite was Candy Muse trying to hold up that denim corset the whole time. 
Girl, that's a picture outfit. That's a photo that shoot outfit. That is a outfit. picture outfit. That would have been a bucket outfit if it was, like, I guess, corseted <laughs> to her. Because yeah. then, like, you could move all you want. All right. Well, we're excited to be back. I'm so excited <laughs> for season 13. You know whose outfit was a buck? I like Joey J's outfit. It looked like um, Aja when she told Valentina, you're perfect, you're beautiful. It was that red outfit with the chaps. Oh, my God. Simone was glowing. When I tell you, Simone walked in and was like, well, I guess I this is mine now. Like, yeah. <laughs> she she no, walked in. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. I was like, I'm like yes! what, is, what does that even mean? It, that must be a reference to something, it's right? It's definitely a reference to something. But I was like, I don't even know what that means, and I love it. Her all of her referential outfits, like she was so good. She her skin was so oily. It and was beautiful, glowing, <laughs> and she had the best. Like she didn't look like she was wearing an ounce of makeup. Like she must have been greased up with like shimmery to body toe, glitter. The she whole looked time. Per- perfect. Uh, she looked perfect. Uh, anyway, we're not a drag something race that we we aren't, but we were on uh, drag her. With uh, Mono. Mono Agapian. And we we talked about all the girls. And my whole thing was all of the drag, the pun names that no one was expecting that actually were there. Like Tina Burner. Tina Burner is a meth reference. Yes. She burns um, Tina. Did you see Utica those pictures Queen, of- Utica Queen. She's from Utica, Minnesota. But if you break that down slowly, it's about fucking a drag queen. No, it's not. You dick a queen, no, Utica it's not. queen. It's I not. also stand by Tamisha Iman. Is of uh, if you say, "Damn, it's a man," that kind of sounds like Tamisha Brown. <laughs> Tamisha Iman. Tamisha Iman. Damn, it's a man. <laughs> you don't see no. It? What's Denali Fox? Denali, uh, Denali Fox. What if what if Simone was Simone the whole time and then on episode, I don't know, eight or nine, she was like, actually it's Simone. It's Raven <laughs> Simone. <laughs> we need to go. This episode is it's too long. Too long. Bye. Bye. You know where to follow us. Wait, no, <laughs> give them that good outro. Bye. Our number is 213-536. Nine one eight zero. You can email us at sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. And you can follow us both on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball or Big Dipper Jelly. I am on Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball. And that was the show. Now we come out every Tuesday and Friday. And guess what? We are planning to do some fun live stream events in 2021, including a possible dating game. And Oh, maybe... it will be a dating game. And we are looking to find Dipper a husband. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also going to... Uh, we are both going to get our our little Pornhub accounts up and running so that we can do more sexually explicit live streams. Yeah, so we are really working on that stuff for 2021 because truly, we're so bored. Okay, love you. Doodle-doo-doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! 
hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball, mixed and mastered by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.